Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Mover Podcast, episode 117. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host to my left. He is the 10th wonder of the world, the puncher of walls, Dickalicious himself, Richard Garcia. How's it going, everyone? And also joining us, you know him, you love him. He is the coupon cutie, the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. What's up, baby? Oh, so, wrestling. so good to be back. So good to see you guys. We, I mean, in the last, what, 48 hours, we've gotten so much information and news going on in the world of professional wrestling. We're going to get into all that. Um, is WWE overreaching? We're going to break that down right now. But before we get into that, we got to give it up to our sponsors. We got to give it up to our friends at Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Brand Apparel on Instagram. Make sure you go to their Instagram, turn on the notifications, and check out what they got for sale. They just dropped a shitload of Warhorse merchandise. Go get it while you can. Bundles, they got hats. No, wait, they had hats, but they have hoodies, shirts, patches, uh, stickers. They even have guitar picks for this guy. Check them out. Go you go to their website, use our promo code PUTMEOVER for 15% off your entire order there. Also, make sure you go check out our friends at lapelyad.com. If you're in the market for some wrestling merchandise, look no further. Go to lapelyad.com, use our promo code PUTMEOVER and get 20% off your entire order there. Go to our website, PUTMEOVERPODCAST at PUTMEOVERPODCAST.com for all of your PUTMEOVER podcast merchandise wants and needs. Get a shirt with my face on this. We need to make like a Macho Man t-shirt, but with an A3K. I think that'd be the way to go. I still want that main eventers uh, t-shirt as well. I think that'd be really cool. But anyways, oh, we have a promo code there too. Uh, Kofi forever for 20% off the entire order there. Whew. Those are all the plugs, guys. With that being said, um, how are you guys doing? What's what? Anything new in your world? Uh, no, I'm just over this like pandemic. Oh yeah, I really I'm, miss you. I, I just want to say I really miss you guys. It sucks like not being able to hang out with everyone, and like, like everything's yeah. closed. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we're near the end of the road. Maybe I hope so, man. But uh, with fall coming around, you got the flu coming around now too. So it's gonna <laughs> be a whole new pandemic. I thought this was just gonna disappear this. in the heat, and it's just gonna one day you'll just poof be gone. It's 114 here, so I hopefully it's gone. <laughs> Kofi'd be like, I'm putting on a jacket because it's warm. <laughs> All right. Dick, how you doing, man? I'm hanging in there, uh, taking it day by day. Yeah, that's all you kind of can do these days. Um, also, I just give got to give a back, big shout out to my own personal uh, agenda. If you want to see the Macho Man Randy Sandwich in action, the Sandwich King, the Sultan of Sandwich, PB and Jesus, go to my Instagram at it's me a3k and watch me make some delicious delicious sandwiches every tuesday 8 p.m pacific time come hang out have fun join the conversation um we now have a for our comment section is now known as the condiment section so um definitely go yeah. check that out a lot of things going on a lot of irons in the fire um i just got fired so gonna have to do something um uh, maybe <laughs> downgrade on um how much these sandwiches cost me every week <laughs> for the time being. Uh, but yeah, time to go to that lower shelf. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to go to Sarah Lee bread. We're not, no more artisan bread. We're, getting, we're going, uh, 
Sarah Lee, Wonder. Um, instead of Sargento, we're just going to get Kirkland brand. Um, just, but I mean, maybe start a Patreon for it. I don't know. We, I need, I need to start a Patreon for everything. Pay my bills. Like the, like the band Destiny Child says. Anyways, with that you know, being we said. Should, you should do it only fans. Just do it, bro. I mean, at this point, I'm not under contract. To WWE, so I could do that if I wanted to. You could do that. <laughs> yes, you could. Let's get into that. Let's get into the news. Let's get into some dicks, dirty news. What? Take it away, Dick. I mean, you could do your own Twitch. You could do your own cameo. I mean, you got a lot of options there, dude. Uh, more but, options yeah. than Big E, that's for sure. Definitely more options than than Big E. Um, let's because this this was this was reported yesterday. Uh, there was a there was a lot of rumblings going around um, within WWE. They did issue a statement on Sunday telling um, telling the um, the talent that they had 30 days to uh, close out whatever third party accounts they have. Um, now, as far as what is considered third party, I mean, the, the definition is outside of the company would be considered third party. So Cameo, Twitch, does YouTube, is YouTube considered? There's a lot of it because you got to think about it. WWE uses a lot of social media that is third party, like Twitter, Facebook, um, and YouTube to get the product out and to kind of get more audience. And that's how a lot of the talent uses the product to interact with them. And so they have 30 days to uh, go ahead and uh, cease and desist whatever uh, whatever they have as far as their third party platforms goes in. Universally, it's been rejected. It's been rejected by a lot of people. Um, a lot of former WWE employees were talking about it. You had Gail Kim, Carl um, Anderson, uh, even Kevin Nash and Mick Foley jumped in, and uh, they they heavily criticized the move. Um, Dave Bautista, especially, and. Even caught the attention of um, former presidential, uh, you know, for someone who's running for president, Andrew Yang. Yeah, not not a nominee, but a uh, running candidate. I'm candidate. sorry, candidate. Yeah, yeah. Former presidential candidate Andrew Yang. So it caught his attention, and he issued a, a lengthy tweet uh, yesterday about it. And um, long story short, said that if if um, if Biden does win the presidency and he is somehow, yeah, a, be part of that cabinet that they were going to do a full investigation on, on their practices. So that caused a lot of attention. And then uh, WWE did issue a follow-up this morning. Uh, let me just go ahead and read that statement to you hmm. real quick. Um, much like Disney and Warner Brothers, WWE creates, promotes, and invests in its intellectual property, i.e. the stage names of performers like The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, Big E, and Braun Strowman. It is the control and exploitation of these characters that allow WWE to drive revenue, which in turn enables the company to compensate performers at the highest levels in the sports entertainment industry. Notwithstanding the contractual language, it is imperative for the success of our company to protect our greatest assets and establish partnerships with third parties on a company-wide basis rather than at the individual level, which as a result will provide more value for all involved. Let's go ahead and get your guys' thoughts on that. So basically, we're looking out for ourselves and fuck everyone else. We'll make the money and so, you'll and you'll like it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I want to read this comment I showed you guys last night on Reddit. It says, yes, let's stop, let's stop talent from reaching alternative audiences that may 
eventually lead to more eyes on the product. That in itself is what WWE is doing. You're stopping your talent from bringing extra eyes on the product. This is a bad move. All in all, it's a terrible move by WWE. Not only that, but now WWE is trying to say that oh, we we own your real names too. Not just not just your wrestler names, but we own your real names too, which that doesn't sound right, right? That doesn't sound like that's something that you can do, especially when you are considered a uh, independent contractor, right? Like that'd be like your job saying you can't, your job doesn't pay you enough, and you can't go get a second job because we own your ass. Yeah. That's exactly the analogy I was going to use. Um, that would be exactly like you put it. This whole farce about them being independent contractors, we've gone through this before. This is, they're not independent contractors. They're employees. They tell you when and where to report, what time you have to be there, what you're obligated to do under that contract. At the same time, they can terminate your contract at any moment. For any Sounds reason. like a job to me. It sounds like it sounds like a job. They have to wear a uniform. They have to they have to be at a specific place at a specific time. Um, I don't know. I I would consider an independent contractor like uh, an actor, you know. But an actor has a union and they have rights and things like that. Um, WWE they they don't have any rights. They don't have any any benefits. They don't have anything other than a contract with the company, basically. Uh, an opportunity. And, yes. Yeah. And. And, and that was a quote that uh, I forgot what interview it was with Vince McMahon. And uh, he says that he provides the ring, uh, you know, the venue, and uh, it's up to the wrestlers to promote, put themselves out there and create the best product. It's up to the wrestlers. But now you're saying that they don't have anything outside that either. Like, it, it's, it, dude, it's just wrong, overreaching. This is going to be. I, I hope that this like this reaches like government level of you know work because I think that the they the wrestlers need to create some kind of union or something. This is like the same same thing with the UFC. It's like then we were talking about it like if Dana White told Connor, "Hey, you can't work outside. You can't do that proper whiskey." No, nah, that isn't that's not happening. Connor would tell him to fuck off. Yeah. And talk to my lawyers. Um, Yeah, I, it's just it's a really shitty situation. And I hope that WWE comes to their senses. Also, I hope they don't come to their senses. I hope that they take this and try to run with it. And then they bring some real heat onto them. And expose, you know, shine a light on their business practices. Because yeah. me and Dick were talking like WWE, like they don't even pay for their travel. They have to rent their own cars. They have to buy, pay their own hotels. Yeah, and, and you hear you hear all these stories about the about the wrestlers when they're on the road. They they try to save up as much money as they can. They all they all live. I mean, back then, not not how now is. I mean, now everyone lives in Florida, so it's not as impactful as it was back then. They they'd save up to, to get the cheapest car, pack themselves in, get a hotel room. Um, they would all split costs because they were they were because everything came out of pocket for them. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens going forward. But it doesn't seem like WWE's budget on this. Uh, no, that's going to be a problem. Absolutely not. And, and, and this is something like the, this is something where like by this point, the rest of the, the workers, the employees themselves, they need to say, you know what? Enough of this shit. 
I've, um, I, I'm done with it. They, they have to speak up because if they don't speak up, then they're going to, then, then the company's just going to keep doing it and they're going to keep doing it. And it's going to get worse and worse for them. If, if they're really serious about that, about, about changes, they need to step up and just draw the line and say, you know what, we're done. We're tired of this. I actually yeah. like what CM Punk actually said. He weighed in on the matter. Um, and there's already some tinfoil hats being put on. Pepe Silvia is in the building, apparently. Um, Carol! Carol! <laughs> uh, let me just pull that up real quick. Um, someone made an interesting find on Reddit. Uh, CM Punk says, All right, guys and girls, are they going to fire everyone? Just keep doing you. Don't worry. But if you look at the capital letters he used and in the position they are, the A, the E, and the W are all capitalized. Was that like a? I don't. I'm not saying CM Punk to AEW confirmed, but I think what he's trying to tell him is like AEW is an option. Well, not oh, yeah. only that, but AEW is their pain. They have medical. Yeah, they're they're giving medical to their employees or their contracted workers. So, it's a right move for them and. With Hold AEW, on. before, before you work- say that, before before that, um, it's it's actually the exec- EVPs that have health benefits. It's not the employees. It's it's not the actual. Oh, really? It's just the EVPs. Yeah. I thought they they were giving health benefits to their performers. Not not to the not all employees, just those who are who are in, um, who are in office. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I know WWE. I know WWE is that way. I but I could have sworn AEW like made it a point to be like we're giving uh, health benefits to our workers. They'll, they'll yeah. help you with medical, like with, with medical costs, and like if they get injured in the ring, they'll take care of it. Yeah, but that's what WWE does too. It's yeah, injury in the ring. So it's more or less the same thing what WWE does. It, like they're not providing full health benefits. I'm gonna look that up because I feel like that's to, wrong. I'd have to like double check that, but I think that was one of like the myths about AEW was that they're giving all the employees benefit, like health benefits. But either way, in AEW, they do allow you to go to other. Uh, partner companies like new japan um, work indies you know and work the indies indie strip so uh, you know it, it's a, it's a better situation all in all maybe they're not paying the the wrestlers as much as wwe but there is that option yeah well we'll we'll keep an eye on it um in the days and weeks going forward um what else do we got dick yeah, like they're they're treated more as independent contractors. Like when you use the term independent contractors, their AEW talent is used more toward that. Yeah. And we mentioned Kevin Nash. Uh, Kevin Nash was among one of the many wrestlers who did con- did contract COVID during this pandemic. Uh, Kevin Nash, AJ Styles, and more prominent, uh, The Rock. He even issued a statement a couple of days ago that went uh, that um, went throughout social media, saying that him and his family did contract COVID and they've, uh, for the most part, recovered. And uh, that was such a that was such a dawning thing right there, like for in the eyes of, of of a lot of people, like how can someone like The Rock get COVID? Like that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, uh, AJ yeah. Styles. I mean, if you notice, he was out for a while as well. Like he was gone for um, a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, The Rock said that he invited people over into his house um, that he trusted, and um, they actually had COVID. They didn't have any symptoms, but they had COVID. 
Um, so that's what happened with The Rock. Um, and he went on to send a message like, Ev- just wear your masks and, you know, be careful who you allow in your house till yeah. this is all over. And that's kind of where we're at right now with everything. And, you know, I'm glad that no one in The Rock's family and, and, the, and that household was seriously affected. seems like they've all gone through it already. Um, so now they're yeah. stronger than ever. Um, it's just really sad that even 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 his kids got it, which is really sad. And they're young kids, too. So hopefully it was just like a cough and not like, you know, I don't think anyone was on a ventilator, but still, it's scary. No, no not not in his family. Yeah, it's kind of wild. What else we got, Dick? All right. So um, earlier this week, Brock Lesnar was released from uh, WWE. Now, to clarify, it was his merchandise deal that he was that that was actually phased out. So at the moment, he doesn't have a contract at all. Like his talent contract ended, I I believe, after WrestleMania, but his uh, merchandise contract did last for a couple couple months after. So they're not even are they selling Brock merchandise anymore or no? It was all taken down. It was all taken down. Yeah. So um, no merchandise up on the WWE website. I I wanted to buy a shirt with the Jimmy John's logo on the back of it. until Brock renews his contract, hey, he, then no third parties, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that. No, nope. Cut it. No more Jimmy no Johns. <laughs> again, going back to that, Brock was the exception to that because he was able to get his sponsors on there. Um, prom- most prominently, Jimmy Johns. He was able to to do that. Is he a part owner in Jimmy Johns or something? Just. I think he just likes your sandwiches. I don't even yeah. think they're paying him money. I think he's just like a big supporter of them. Hey, man, it's just good sandwiches, bro. I mean, he has he hasn't had a sandwich made by Macho Man Randy Sandwich yet. So uh, get me on the there back of Brock's uh, uh, Brock's trunk soon. I I don't know, dude, because if you mess up, uh, you got to deal with Brock's wrath. <laughs> Might get a, and, uh, a tall order. You know, have it right there on the butt cheeks. I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> juicy. Well, I, I just checked. I just checked shop WWE. Typed in Brock Lesnar, and it's generated. Uh, oops, your search resulted in uh, wow. had no results. Try to search again. So yeah, it's he's no longer up on the website. So they're no longer selling um, Brock's merchandise. I'm gonna take Brock to Sandwich City. Ooh, I would love to see that. <laughs> That's a shirt. That's a shirt. Right? That is a shirt. <laughs> that is a shirt. I think it's a great idea. I'm gonna um, write that down for you. Write it down. Write that down. Write that down. Here's what I think. Um, he's he's going to end up resigning. I I mean, he could use this as always for leverage to 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 go to UFC to get that one match. Um, if he gets that one match, I mean, it's going to have to be someone big like a like a John Jones. I can't because I can't see anyone else other than John Jones fighting Brock. Brock was. I feel like they were trying to set that up until John Jones got hurt. They were for a while. They were teasing that. Yeah. It, oh no, it didn't Brock get hurt. I think he got popped. Right. He got he got he got suspended. Yeah, but John Jones called Brock Lesnar out, um, mm-hmm. and honestly, Brock would get his ass whipped. No, he would. He would. But uh, Brock's well, Brock's forty-two years old. Yeah, I mean, he'd make a good good payday though. To be honest, um, I think there would be picograms all over that match. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jones would have it. Brock would have it. Maybe even the ref would have it. <laughs> well, I mean, the ref. I mean. <laughs> Brock Lesnar doesn't have picograms. He has full grams. Full. He'd have to get back in that you saw the drug pool. <laughs> he has his like uh what is it called? His whey protein, but it's all like 
<laughs> serving size is like boom. Let's go. It's Jesus. not one tablespoon. It's like one cup. <laughs> Shaking it in his shaker. <laughs> Put it in the mixer. Oh man, uh, what else we got, Dick? Oh man, I mean, I, that, that's pretty it. big news. Brock, I, I, I hate when you guys do that because it's I, I get sidetracked so much. I just I, I just think of like the jokes you guys say. Oh, we gotta have fun. Come on, we gotta be a little professional. Got no, we're not. Fuck that. Sprinkling, we're, not, we're, hard, we're hardly professional. Come sprinkles on, sprinkles of of jokes with truths. I think it's a winning combination. Um, Brock Lesnar, not. I mean, this is the furthest Brock's been away, like separated from the company. Just like me, um, in quite and what like ten years. This is the first time he's been when he came back at what WrestleMania twenty eight, the night after Raw. Till now, this he's been a constant in WWE, whether it be their mer- merchandising or you know on fucking cups and shit like that. Um, yeah. Knowing that he's not in those plans or in those cards right now is a huge deal. He's not he's going not to going AW, to... by the way. If anyone's like, oh, Brock's going to... No, no. he's not going to AW. No one can afford him but WWE. There's no one else. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Uh, AW would not be able to afford a part-time wrestler as Brock Lesnar. Not only that, no but way. Brock Lesnar has money, dude. He doesn't need to do anything if he doesn't want to. Yeah, well, but not true. only that, like, it's it's not worth the investment for AW. Like, they're going to pay they're gonna pay them more than what WWE is paying them to get what? A couple thousand like to get to try to draw a bigger rating it's just it wouldn't be feasible for them to do that so he I, it's not if but when he'll resign like the, yeah. the, he'll, he'll he'll be back some way somehow i mean we're in the middle of a pandemic so he he's in no rush i, I think he's still living in canada as a matter of fact so yeah, um, yeah he's fine he, he'll, he'll be fine so i, I don't see <laughs> i don't see any rush for him to go come back anytime soon imagine people are really worried about brock lesnar like oh what's he gonna do Oh, the Brock marks? How's he going to make money? Guys. <laughs> Did you see the Brock market? Oh, I said Brock mark. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. The, Brock's the market. Brock market. The, the Brock marks. So right. uh, one last thing I want to talk about is um, the past couple of weeks, AEW and NXT have both been on separate nights. And it, it appears that being on separate nights has drawn an overall higher rating for, for both shows, especially NXT, because for the, fir- the third straight week, they've drawn well over 800,000 viewers. So this question I ask is, should one of them move from Wednesdays to either Tuesdays or Thursdays so that way they can um, have more of an audience? I mean, I think a lot of people have been asking that question. You wouldn't have to split the audience like you do right now. I think it'd be a good move for WWE because cut bait. I mean, this war is over. You're losing every week. Might as well get all the people you can um, by having your own night, I think. I think it'll make USA happy. Yeah, I think that that's the move. I don't think that they uh, should. um, these, These wars aren't. They're not good for anybody. I mean, it's as fans picking and choosing what you want to watch. It kind of sucks, um, especially since these are taped. You kind of know the outcome, but even then, it's it still sucks to have to choose what you want to watch. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I DVR one, and then I'll go back and watch another one. But at the same time, usually if something happens on the other show, I get spoiled in that in that time. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I think I think it being on. 
Tuesdays would kind of fuck impact. <laughs> We're trying to like claw back at into like uh, yeah out of ex- obscurity. They they would be the biggest victim to that because they're still on they're still on Tuesdays and but uh, their audience is minuscule compared to um to, to really NXT and AEW. You now, put it on Thursday. Idea. There's a night of wrestling every night though. Yeah, they could they could do that. I mean. Um, uh, keep in mind, NXT UK was originally on Thursdays before the pandemic. So if they and they're going to come back, so are they going to come back to being Thursdays? Because that's another that's another thing to consider as well. Oh well, then WWE is going to go to Tuesday. Then I mean, uh, they, if they do go, because this yeah this upcoming Tuesday will be the second second uh, showing on Tuesday. I'm sure they're blown away by these numbers. Like holy shit, we could be getting these numbers every week. That's yeah. more. That's more uh, commercial. Not commercial, but that's more ad revenue for sure. You're getting. You're probably winning your demo. Like it's. It, it'd be a win-win for WWE to switch nights. I think at this point, cut bait. We can't compete with AEW. It's, yeah, they can't compete with the demo god, dude. With the pissant company that that uh, Triple H called it before. Mm. Remember that? Remember when Triple H was trying to shit they on did. AEW? Uh, during the DX yeah. uh, Hall of Fame induction. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> you didn't say the magic word. Um, I be, before we move on from this, I want to talk about uh, the AOP getting released. That's a, That was a big... That's a big drop because AOP on NXT was dominant. Um, I would I'd put them up there with, you know, the Ascension um, before getting their call-up. And then I know injuries kind of played a factor in... And things that's I feel like as soon as a company would do something with them, one of them would get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know if it's like the writing was on the wall kind of situation, but they're still capable. I don't know. You think WWE's just tired of paying their medical bills? I mean, at this point, I think they were just tired of, you know, waiting for them to come back and wondering when it's gonna happen. And then to even pipe them into the the, the product. I mean, they were with Seth, and then now Seth is with, you know, he was with other people. So how do you even put them back in with that group? Yeah. So it was a whole problem. And then... And they don't I, speak... They don't really cut promos or anything like that either. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good on the mics. So, and uh, I, I know we're going to talk about this a little later, but it seems WWE is just getting rid of all their tag teams, and they're just doing makeshift tag teams. So I think that this is a move that essentially is WWE just getting rid of tag teams in general, like building legit tag teams. And then, yeah, they're they're, I think that whole dynamic is going to be done now. I don't know. Hopefully they, they land. I would, I would like to see them in uh, new Japan. I think they would do killer in new Japan. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people are saying impact though. So eh, we'll see. I don't know. I just, I know that there's a lot of WWE talent in Impact, but it really doesn't do anything. It doesn't make me want to watch Impact anymore. You know who the world champion is in Impact? No idea. Eric Young. Really? Oh, yeah, that's right. He is. Yeah. I knew it was Tessa. Yeah, Tessa had to vacate the uh, Tessa vacated the belt, and then they did a, I, I, I don't know if they did a tournament or a match, but Eric Young did, did emerge as the uh, TNA world champion. I mean, it's kind of a downgrade, right? I mean, 
from what I'm reading is uh, I, I heard that a lot of people are saying that Eric Young is actually really good and that WWE dropped the ball on him. Well, yeah, we need that, but like, yeah, he was, he was good before he was always, a, he was always a good hand. It's just they, world champion. But I, I wouldn't go as champion. No, I, I wouldn't go as champion. I feel like they, feel like they have better guys to, to put in that situation than Eric Young, but maybe and that's, see, maybe that's your strategy. And see, that's the thing. Like, once you come out of WWE and you go somewhere else, and depending on how you were booked, you can either be uh, like, hey, this guy is, is credible. Like, you look at someone like a John Moxley. Like, when he first went to AEW, a lot of people, there were a lot of doubts, including myself. I'll be honest with you. I was doubtful about Moxley because I wasn't sure if he was still going to, if he was going to be motivated to break that Dean Ambrose image. And real quickly, right off the bat, he broke that image, shattered it. He, became, he shattered it. He became who he wanted to be in WWE, but never could. And he became, uh, I, I, he reinvented himself. Whenever so I look I, at Moxley, I don't see Dean Ambrose. I don't see even Dean Ambrose in the slightest. At all. I don't see John Moxley. Yeah, which is awesome. For a long time, I did see just Dean Ambrose for like a long, little while, but uh, he he broke that character real quick. Yeah, not so, that's hard to do. Uh, yeah. Especially when you got WWE yeah. stink on you. So uh, it's, it's just it's just it's so difficult to break, but um, yeah, I just thought I'd throw that throw that tidbit out there. Now uh, going back to the tag teams, Bobby, you mentioned something about like most of these makeshift tag teams. WWE for a long time they've uh, they've they've ignored the tag team division, and it's. Um, I mean, there was a while where NXT did have a great set of tag teams, and they and and yeah. I, and I thought like, oh, this is going to be something like they're going to have like a, a renaissance of tag teams. There's going to be a, a revival, no pun intended. Hey, um, ironically, they were they were included. You had AOP, you had the revival, you had Gargano and and Champa. I was like, okay, the now we're going to get some tag team divisions, and this could help with, and not to mention War Machine um, before before they changed the names to the Viking Raiders, there was a lot of tag teams in there, NXT, and it looked promising for a while Street until Profits. now. Now, What's War Machine doing? What's Yeah, he is, uh, he's being a gigolo, yeah. Um, they went from being feared to being a joke, which, you know, fits the, uh, fits fits the, the MO, MO for anyone coming up from it's NXT. 100%. We we say it. Uh, we've been saying it a lot. Every time someone moves from being a dominant force in WWE, or now I mean in NXT, and then they move up to the main roster, it's it's Vince crazy. You know who had a match on main event? Get down. Mustafa huh? Ali versus Ricochet on main event on Hulu. We Ooh. said when Ricochet got called up, we're like, "There's no way they can fuck up Ricochet. There's no way." And here we are. Here we are. Yep. They're not even on TV. That that sounds like an awesome match, and no one watched it. I didn't watch it. I'm not gonna go watch fucking main event. Are you kidding me? No one's gonna go out of the way, and that's the and that's the problem. Like, you put them on there, and no one's gonna know. No, no one's gonna go out of the way to watch it. There's so much of the product that's out there. No one's gonna invest. I mean, unless you're a really diehard WWE fan, you could invest an hour or so to main event. No one's gonna go out there. Not a main I eventer. Feel bad for these guys. I feel bad for him. Not a main eventer, but a main eventer. On the main event. That's that's the joke. 
all right. Let's talk about Raw. Um, I do we really have to? I just want to talk about how, the fact that this show is getting harder and harder to watch, and I'm not even talking about the in-ring product, the production of it, the camera cuts and the shaky cams and all this bullshit that they do is really jarring. Raw Underground is unwatchable to me. Um, if anything's happened on Raw Underground, I can't even talk about it because I'm going to get a seizure trying to watch this watch. shit. <laughs> wow. You're going to be calling me Big Cass because I'm going to have a seizure <laughs> trying to watch this. Ooh. Sorry, someone's got to be the heel. Byron's not here right now. Uh, <laughs> I just, I couldn't watch it. I tried. I tried because I was like, oh, Riddick Moss versus Titus O'Neil in like a, a fight? Let me see what that's about. And nope, I got like 10 seconds of it. I was like, I can't watch this. This is awful. What do you guys think about Raw? Um, what do you guys think about Raw Underground? Do you, are you guys even watching any of Raw? No. Uh, every time... I want to watch it. You guys say, damn, Raw sucks. And then I'm like, well, why watch it then? <laughs> they literally came at... This is another thing that's bothered me, too, about Raw. There's so many commercials. I feel like there's way more commercials now. They did. They came out of commercial. Randy. Or they did a recap. Randy Orton made an entrance that lasted like five, ten... Maybe not ten minutes, but like a good five-minute entrance doing his pose to no one in the audience. And then they cut to another commercial. What is that? What is that? That's a waste of time is what it is. And I'm not going to get all JD from New York on you. I'm not going to, you know, make a big scene about it. But that's that to me is a giant waste of time. And that's something that I could be doing other things like making a sandwich. On a Tuesday. <laughs> um, Dick, what, what do you think about what happened on Raw? There's, there's two things that I want to talk about that happened on Raw. Go for it. Um, they had a loser disbands match between the Iconics and the Riot Squad. And going back to talking about breaking up tag teams, there is no more I Iconics. Um, in, in a tag division that's already a total of three teams, um, the Iconics are, were the ones that kind of were a like a thing, you know, like not a, a makeshift tag team, but a thing. And they are no longer. They were a duo like before they came for for a long time. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy that they did that because where does Billy go? She's not that good of a wrestler. Uh, I, I, might be the worst. Yeah, I don't know where she goes. I know they're putting all their money into Peyton because they. I mean, she's good looking and everything, and you know they want her to be a star. Yeah, but. I don't know. They should have just kept them together, man, and had her, Billy be her like cheerleader. You know, I feel like there's something else going on because this kind of came out of nowhere. Um, so I feel like I don't know. Maybe someone maybe got pregnant or does doesn't wants wants out of the company or something. I feel like there's something else going on because this match literally got announced and was happening. Next week, Billy is uh, released uh, Best Endeavors. Yes. <laughs> Future Endeavor, Billy Kay. She's a, she's worse than, than than Lana, and Lana's dog shit. No, yeah. she's, not, she's, she's definitely not good in the ring. I, I think the, the, their, their plan eventually was to get Peyton Royce to be a single star. I 
it, it just it just came off a little too soon. I, I thought they were gonna like maybe wait a little longer for it, but maybe they felt the need to you know go ahead and, and have her be a single star. And I'm I'm Billy Cam. I'm like, well, what what's gonna happen to me? You know, I, I'd be a little worried because without that, without Peyton, she's really got nothing. Not a main eventer, but a main eventer. Yeah, uh, well, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Um, other than that, the uh, Seth Rollins versus Dominic match I thought was really good up until. I wanted to go real quickly. I want to go back to that match because it was it was such a weird stipulation because, like they like um, Ruby and Liv, they just recently got back together. Yeah, so yeah. I could have seen them disbanding. Yeah, and I'm like, well, like why why disbanding them? If they just got back together, I'm like, oh, because they're, I'm like, they're, they're, they're they want to push Peyton. And I mean, something like, like you said, Drew, I think something may have happened. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see as the days roll, uh, roll by. Maybe someone's stalking Billy Kay. Who knows? Uh, uh, if anything, I think they should have put more, uh, more money into uh, Ruby being on her own. Ruby's the best. Ruby is She's... probably the best woman other than like Oscar. Um, oh yeah, and then there's Sasha. Oh yeah, she's under, she's but I think she belongs to be in the title contention. Ruby Riot. Um, her her work rate in the ring is amazing. She sells great. Um, I think I think she's awesome. A girl. She's vastly underrated. Um, yeah, I think her and Cesaro are two of the most underrated people in the whole company. And we've been and saying can, how underrated Cesaro's been for years. Yeah. Um, and one more thing I want to talk about this. Um, like I said, there's probably a grand total of three tag teams left in the women's division. They just got rid of Fire and Desire. They just got rid of um, the Iconics. They just got, they're getting rid of Lexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's one more team. Oh, and Shayna and, and uh, Naya aren't going to be a long-term team either. either. No, they're not. No, 100% not. Um, so... I mean, why have tag titles if you don't if you're not going to have any tag teams? It's it's really weird to me. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I guess Lana and Natalia are a team now. But yeah, they they are they are a team. It's Lana and Natalia. So what does that what does that really do? Uh, it, it's they don't have enough women to have to, to even have a tag team division. Exactly. They barely have. Yeah, enough for two belt for a, a belt on each brand. Let let alone you know for two single yeah exactly for two singles uh for two singles championships, so I I don't know what they're gonna do what the plan is uh, we'll just have again we'll just have to see what happens. Just because you're in a tag team doesn't mean you need to break up. You can keep like look at the new day, the new day have been doing amazing. You don't they're not you don't see them like breaking up or anything like that. Do people get injured and the, one guy has to step up and be a uh, you know a single for a little bit? Yeah, but that's not breaking up. They're not like know doing this um anything else guys i'm gonna move on with ron now let's just let's let's just move on from i want to talk about seth rollins and dominic mysterio for a second dominic is amazing i unless it's just seth you know carrying all the way which i doubt dominic knows how to sell he has a great move set uh and i think i think he could be a big deal um what do you guys think i mean there's potential and i mean he's I mean, Rey Mysterio, I mean, he's a great wrestler. He's been around forever. So uh, I think, you know, there's there's potential there, and I think the WWE sees it, 
and I think that they're kind of he's kind of nudging him to like the WWE to do the right thing and sign him. But um, does he stay in the main the roster? roster? Or does he move to NXT? I think he goes down to NXT after this Seth Rollins thing, which this Seth Rollins thing is getting a little long in the tooth. So I think we should wrap up this story. Um, also, it's I think going on for months. Like it's it's way too long. There's a few storylines, especially like Andrade and Angel Garza and the Street Profits is kind of wearing me thin too. Um, but I want to go back to what you said about Seth and, and Ray being too long long in the tooth. I, I think Seth did do an interview a while back saying how. The now storylines are not as long driven as they were back then because of the attention span of the fans. You guys remember him saying that? He says a lot of stupid shit. Yeah, but he did <laughs> say that recently. And and um, again, <laughs> Seth being Seth, um, you know, yeah. he'll say whatever he wants. You know, more often than not, he um, rightly or wrongfully he'll he'll get criticized for it. Um, the the thing about that is like uh, is that these long storylines is that if you make it entertaining and you compel the fans and have them invest in the storyline, it can work. If you half-ass it, you stop, you start, you stop, you start, you come back to it and you don't commit to the entire storyline. No one's going to really care about it. Yeah. Um, that's the issue. You've got to have a compelling story where people are invested in the pro- in it. But I think that that's a WWE problem is all their storylines are very boring. They're very one-sided, one line, and it's there's and no stakes. It, you know, if yeah. one guy loses one week, he's gonna win the next week. Like it's a lot of fifty-fifty shit. Um, I, I, I'm just I'm having a hard time with Raw, um, and then you have Retribution coming in and doing whatever they're you doing. You know, they're Raw exclusive. Are they really? Yep. How are you gonna depict them as an uh, uh, a force that's trying to take over, but keep them exclusive to Raw? And they're all filmed in the same location. Well, NXT is not filmed in the same location as Raw and SmackDown, but I'm I'm just uh, I'm, I'm over not knowing who it. I'm, like, let's get this. Come on, let's speed this up. Let's up. let's see yeah. what's going on here because I've lost all my interest in Retribution. You asked me two, three weeks ago, a month ago when they first debuted, I was excited. I was going to benefit the doubt. I was I was hoping that this was going to do something, and I've gotten zero explanation on anything. I don't care anymore. I'm over it. Yeah, it's this is. I mean, I, I if, if if you want to say this is the worst storyline WWE's done this year, I'm not going to argue against it. I, I it's just it's terrible. It was terrible from the beginning. It's a worse yeah. version of Aces and Eights. Yeah, that's a good yes. It's much, terrible, much worse. And Aces and Eights was not good, and it wasn't good. It started off oh. pretty cool, and then it just slowly died a death. Um, also, uh. Randy Orton is the number one contender. I I knew that was going to happen. Unsurprisingly, unsurprisingly, yeah. he has unfinished business with Drew. So the, I was really drawn out of this main event too because I knew you know what that what the outcome was going to be. Um, let's let's keep the show rolling. Uh, what did you guys think of NXT? Well, let's talk about NXT real quick because uh, they did go by themselves on Tuesday, and this was highlighted by dominated by the uh, Fatal Four Way match. Uh, before the match, it was. Kind of whatever it was. It was a, yeah. it was a regular run of the mill NXT show. Nothing inoffensive about it. Is this a new set for NXT, or is the, were, were these tapings from Takeover Thirty? They were Cause last I, week because I still see the X's that they had at Takeover Thirty. So I'm, yeah, I was so it was that week. It was that week of um, tapings, of right? Okay. Yeah, so it was that week of Takeover. So um, 
yeah, so everything was dominated pretty much was the segment was who was going to be the NXT champion. A new champion will be crowned. Did you guys hear that during the promo segments that they hiked throughout the show? Well, not before the show and even during the show. It said there will be a new champion. For two weeks, so they've, been, they've been hyping that up. Yes. So um, they went in there, you know, saying there will be a new champion guaranteed. Fatal four-way match, 60-minute Ironman match. This was this has never been done. So I'm like giving them, okay, this is going to be something great. This is going to be something that's original because they've never done this before. No one's ever done this before. Not only that, you have four of the people that carry you NXT. have four of the yes. So you have four Ciampa, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Finn Balor. Those are those guys are all main eventers. Huge. One hundred percent. I'll give them this. The match was very good. Match was very awesome. cool. But um, like like I said, Iron Man matches for me, just like watching basketball games. I'm only interested in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it's um it, it, it can be tough watching a 60-minute Ironman match. I, I, and I think them going 60 with four people, I mean, maybe they should have done 30 instead if they're were, if they going to do this to the finisher. As far as, like, where I rank the Ironman matches, uh, like, where this goes, it's it's good but disappointing because I, I expected I, – I remember when I expected a clean – I expected, you know, a champion because I was promised a new champion. I understand why they went ahead and did what they did. And stretch. they went ahead and did a – a tie, yeah. So they did a tie between Cole and um and Finn Balor to hype up for next week, so that way they can get you. Hey, we're gonna have another match, and we could drag this out another week. I get it. I also like that Cole and Balor are gonna be doing this. If it's gonna be any two, those are the two that I had the hardest. Pro- those are the yeah. two that I was like, okay, either of these guys can win. Um, so that's that's cool and all, but I just invested an hour because I was promised a new champion. And That's I didn't get it. Um, I, I'm okay with the finish because, or the, the the tie at least. But the actual finish was very weird. Like at, at Cole was trying to flip over Balor and he wouldn't flip. It was kind of like that dead, like no, no, no. I don't. You're not gonna pin me, you know. And it, well, I like that. I felt like that added. That was cool. A dude. little bit more drama that that the match yeah. needed. Um, cause you, you were like, oh shit, is he going to flip him over? Oh, he's having a hard time. Oh my God. Time's going to run out. I, I actually really like that part of it. Uh, I, th- there was two other people there. Uh, just, you know, that, I mean, wasn't, uh, Gargano in the ring. Well, Gargano like, just got taken out with the, uh, with the air raid crash. So he was out. Yeah. I mean, he could have easily just stopped trying to flip over, uh, Balor and moved on to another person to try and pin them. Just saying. I mean, it's a sure thing. You just hit him with your with your finisher. It's a sure thing. He's gonna he's gonna be pinned one two three. Yeah, I would. I don't, it's, it was just a weird thing. I but again, I I guess I'm not too upset about it. But again, like you said, weeks we've been. There's gonna be a champion. There's gonna be a champion. Goes up and for we a didn't week. get it. Well, they started it last week, and then they continued yeah. it all all night this night. Um, yeah. Also, we got to talk about Maro Nala not being on NXT anymore. Uh, what a downgrade! Vic Joseph, yeah. boring as shit, did not hype <laughs> me up at all for this match. Where you, Maro Nala set such said. a bar. Um, he he is not the he is wait he doesn't set the bar he is the bar. 
Um, and for Vic Joseph to come in and be like, oh, and Adam Cole's going up to the top rope. He might hit the Panama Sunrise. Like, it's just so fucking boring. And then yeah. you factor in, um, not Natalia, Beth. Uh, Beth Phoenix, who's basically in the Byron Saxon role, sta- saying stupid shit during the matches. Uh, luckily, Wade Barrett was there, who's a bootleg Nigel McGuinness, but still works. Wade yeah. Barrett's a great commentator. Mm-hmm. Um, but Vic Joseph, I mean, maybe there's a reason why he was moved, moved off for Raw, because um, he's, he's just not doing it. There was something that NXT had with Morrow, and there's it's lost. I feel like NXT has lost its soul. Well, with Morrow, his his mom is sick, so he had to go back to take care of her. So that's the reason why he's he's. Oh, I thought there. he just was over working for WWE. I'm I'm sure there's a lot of it too as well. I mean, um, he's no longer under contract. Uh, he's no longer under contract with WWE. Okay. A lot of that's the fact that he has to go back and take care of his mom. His mom is very sick at the moment. Yeah. So that, that played a huge factor into that into his decision. Uh, now, I'm sure once things clear out, maybe we'll get to know the real story behind Marvel and WWE because there's a, there's a lot of gray area as far as what's been going on. But hopefully that'll come, that'll, there'll be a place in time for that. Uh, Vic Joseph, I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to 100% fault him on that one because – that's how that's how his style is. That's how he was brought up to be a commentator. Um, like that Michael just goes Cole. to show you. Yes, it's that's just like a run like the run of the mill. That's their system. This is how you're going to commentate. And Morrow is such a breath of fresh air. Whenever there's a big match, look at all the greatest matches NXT has had. What was the common denominator? Morrow announcing. I mean, Morrow was I mean, at NXT. That's when you could say NXT was at, at its golden era. Yeah, if yeah. if uh, Michael Cole is to Jr as tomorrow is Vic Joseph. I mean, it's a poor man's Marvinalo at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, whatever. It's his first night. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but you're on thin ice, buddy. He's, uh, yeah, it, those are big shoes to fill, so good luck with that. <laughs> uh, real quick. It did suffer. I, I agree with you guys. The, 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 the match did suffer with Vic Joseph commentating. Yeah. We got AEW all out tonight. What did you guys think of AEW? I thought it was a pretty missable show. Um, yeah, not a whole lot happened. Not a lot of, not much at stake in any of these matches for the first hour. Um, yeah, there's a lot of right. Now, you you said it too, Bobby. There's a lot of factions in AEW. A lot of friendships. Yeah, if for W coming from going from WWE to AEW, and you know, there's no factions in WWE with AEW there's so many factions and um I, I noticed that half the show is the first half of the show was all tag teams it was all tag team wrestling yeah um, six man and, and an eight man back to back yeah and then coming from WWE there's no tag teams I mean we didn't really talk about it. I don't know if you were gonna talk about it but uh Sasha and Bailey and that whole thing. Oh yeah. Well, but, uh, we got to get to SmackDown too. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it was fairly missable. Even the ending with uh, Mox and uh, I hated that main event. That I, that's so the stupid. first thing on AEW I've ever fast forwarded. Yeah, I, I didn't even watch it. I just stopped. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I feel like it just went on for way too long. Maybe they had yeah. to stretch for time or something, but it just went on way too long. Uh, just yeah. No, I agree. I I, I agree. Uh, that as far as as far as 
dynamite. It was definitely one of the weaker ones, if not probably the weakest dynamite. And this is before one of the big one of the big pay per views. So we'll see how that how that uh, turns out. Um, real quickly, I do want to mention. I do want to talk about uh, Thunder Rosa. Um, I'll say that it was one of the highlights of that show. She's yeah, Thunder um, Rosa and Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb is in AW. Well, she had a match in AW. Yes. Um, she was However, a trainer in NXT. She was former of the Straight Edge Society. She's the girl that shaved her head. Um, and then got released because she wasn't living the gimmick, brother. However, I, I will say that. I will say this. I think that match went on a little too long because the I whole agree. point I of agree. it was to show to showcase Thunder Rosa, be like, hey, she's going up against uh the AEW champion. Is she, a, is she a credible threat? I mean, maybe in the eyes of many people after seeing that match, you're like, probably not, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I get why they wanted to have the match like that to make it competitive and make it, you know, entertaining, but that wasn't a place or a time to do that. You want to establish Linda Rosa as a legit contender. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I am a proponent of, you know, having competitive matches and not every match needs to be a squash match. When you're setting up... Um, a match like this before a pay-per-view, especially with some th- someone like Thunder Rosa, who we haven't seen in AEW, mm-hmm. you got to build her up. You can't you can't have a competitive match in that in that situation. Um, but other than that, uh, uh, AEW. Of Thunder Rosa, there's something that I, I mentioned to you guys the other day about was that last year she had a tryout for WWE, and um, the funny thing about that tryout was it wasn't for her to be a wrestler; it was for her to be a referee. That sucks. Like, I'm glad she didn't take that job. No, she didn't. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't because uh, uh, she's got a cool gimmick, and it's it's. I think it's really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm glad she didn't take that. That's a weird one. <laughs> I, when you said that, I was like, wait, what? Like, are you thinking about the same person? Because that's kind of wild that she actually was due to be a referee. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad she didn't take that job and now we're going to be treated. I think I have high hopes for the, for the match, uh, in general. Um, she does. That's awesome. actually one of my matches I'm looking forward to tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And you have an basically an interpromotional championship match. Um, Thunder Rosa is the NWA women's champion. And by the way, mm-hmm. that, that belt, I don't know if that, that belt that they used was like a toy or not the real belt because maybe she forgot or something, but that belt looks so bad. The plastic looked like a belt you'd get at like Toys R Us or something. And no, that's the real belt. The it looks like plastic. I I, I feel like the, the belt was made of plastic. Yeah, it looked very cheap. Like it didn't look like a real belt. Yeah. <laughs> like that I felt bad for that. It looked really <laughs> weird. I thought that that was just like a gimmick toy or something that she brought with her or something. I do. I, <laughs> I like did not the, know that that was the NWA belt. I like the look of it. I like that they used, you know, instead of like a nameplate, they put the picture of who's holding it. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, it adds that nostalgia feel to it. But uh, yeah, they can maybe, I don't know, maybe tough times. They had to melt down the, the silver for, uh, for money. What? Uh, sorry, sorry, we gotta use plastic. <laughs> sorry, we had a, I had a pawn it. Um, we're, we're running low on money. <laughs> tonight, tonight isn't being uh, used that much in commercials anymore these days. Before we get out of here, real quick, SmackDown. We got to talk about it real quick. I know we're going over on time, but yeah. uh, SmackDown had two great moments, and everything else was just kind of, well, maybe three. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say three. 
you had uh, Roman Reigns coming out, and we finally get a little explanation, a little bit of an explanation, not a full explanation. Uh, but Heyman with Roman works so good already. Heyman delivers a fantastic promo, something that Roman couldn't do. And he basically says, you know, I'm not here because of me. I'm here because of Roman. Roman is the one that called up uh, Paul Heyman. What do you guys think about that development? You know what? I like it better than him saying, I don't owe you an explanation. Uh, yes, I yes. completely agree. Don't Let's not do that. But I, I'm loving it. He kind of blended the, the real life aspect of him getting fired from Raw. And he's like, you know, Roman plucked me out of obscurity. Um, I, I liked all that stuff. And Roman is the person that we thought he should have been maybe five years ago. Standing there, letting Paul Heyman talk for him and just looking tough. I agree. Yeah. They should have pulled the trigger on this uh, a long time ago. And I think that they really do need to go all in with this. And, and, but I'm just saying uh, they I need think- to go all in with it. Uh, and don't don't hold back. Like, go go with this. Like, make him a force to be reckoned with. Um and they they really I, this is what Vince wanted. So please just go with it and go all in with it. We were watching and Elena's like even the even the crowd's booing Roman now. Even the fake crowd is booing Roman. I was like, no, no, no. They want you to boo him now. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's their 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 thought process is of, you know, if we're gonna get him booed, we're gonna get him booed for the right reason, not because you know the people hate him. Yeah. Um, because it's not the right kind of heat. Um, there was a, there was a fatal four-way match for this uh, match earlier in the night. Sheamus um, fucked up Big E, put him through the windshield of a car, so he was out. Who was put in? Jay Uso at the request of Roman Reigns, and Roman and Jay Uso goes and wins this fatal four-way match. So now we're gonna have Uso versus Uso. I think Roman Reigns has to put Uso in the hospital. He's got to destroy him. Yeah. Fuck he 100% him should. Um, I, I found this really crazy. Like, I didn't think that he was going to win that. I thought he was, he's always just been that guy that's in the match and never wins it. And he actually won it. Well, I mean, I, I was looking at that. I was like, wow, they're really short on baby faces, huh? That's what I thought when I saw yeah. uh, a tag guy in a match with, you know, a bunch of heels and Matt Riddle. Um, so I knew it was going to be a face. I thought I figured Matt Riddle might win, but then I was like, ah, that's too soon. Too Jay soon. Uso would be a, 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 is a great candidate to tell a great story between family on family violence. Kind of yeah. be like, hey, what happened with you? I tried contacting you and you never really responded. So that was something that, that was mentioned on SmackDown was the fact that Jay did try to get, keep in contact with Roman, but he kind of went MIA. Yeah. So, I, I, I like it. I'm cool with it. I have no issues with it whatsoever. Um, you you need a you need babyface opponents for Roman to face right now, especially if he's going to be the the top heel on the brand, and really in the company. If you want to, if you really want to push push that out further, so I'm okay with it. I think I think it's fine. Uh, they're going to wrestle at Clash of Champions. Yeah. Paul Heyman called it the Clash of the Champions, so I'm still not sure what they're going with. Um, <laughs> Before we talk about the big development this week, I also want to talk about Otis and the Money in the Bank briefcase and what mm-hmm. a fucking joke this thing is now. Um, now, um, Otis comes out with two 
briefcases. One is a lunchbox and one is a briefcase. What are they going to do with this money in the bank? He's not going to cash in. And if he does, he's not winning shit. No. I still don't think he's cashing in. He needs to be smashed. Maybe by um, Roman? Yeah, or somebody. or I don't know what, but either way, they've turned something awesome as this money in the bank contract into a complete utter mess and joke where I, the next person who wins it, I imagine it running exactly the same way and not being taken serious. And it should be taken serious because this person can cash in at any moment. Yeah. And it sucks that um, it's being used this way. If I would have been okay with it, if Otis won and they position him to be a serious, credible threat, but instead they joke cause he's fat. He wiggles. I mean, he's charismatic and he's trying to like be entertaining, but at the same time, He's just wiggling his dick around and, you know, rubbing his belly and, oh, yeah, like, it's entertaining, but that is not a champion. I mean, mm. shit, like, during the Men in Bank match, when he was climbing the ladder, he broke one of the steps. Yeah. He was already a joke. And it's funny that we were joking about how he's going to use the, this is before, um, this is before anything, how he's going to use the Money in the Bank briefcase to, like, be a lunchbox and fucking look at what happened. It's like they listened to our podcast. Yep. Um, it, it's kind of funny, but we've said it before, but I think that maybe he should use this as a cash in to uh, the tag champs. So I, that could I, be as I could see that being, the, you know, a way out. I also think yeah. maybe have him put the briefcase on the line in a match. We've only seen it like once or twice. I, I'd be OK with that, too. A few times. John Morrison said he's going to hang on to the briefcase regardless if it only has a stapler and a sandwich in it. So maybe we can get John Morrison to, you know, be a money in the bank. I would I would much rather have John Morrison um, as a money in the bank holder than Otis. And you that's know, what I'm inclined to believe, too, because I, I like I said, I don't see him cashing in at all. I think he's going to end up losing it to someone. That's a good that's one way to do it. Have John Morrison do it. I mean, it's slightly better than than. Um, then um it's still a joke character but it's yeah, someone uh, more credible how um, long has he had it money in the bank was in may right i don't okay. remember or it so wasn't that long ago. so uh, it, it hasn't it, it's felt long but it really hasn't uh yeah this year they have a year to cash it in I'm, i i feel like maybe he'll keep it past the year and then just keep it like as like a token and just say that he has it still <laughs> in other words yeah, it'd just be a joke, a running joke with him, and he has he never uses it. No, nah, that, that's a, that's that our truth. That's our truth move right there. Yeah, he's probably gonna <laughs> cash it on the twenty four seven title like an idiot. Uh. I mean, they could he could have also maybe given it to Mandy. That's that was another possibility. Have Mandy cash in? I mean, yeah, he loves her so much. Um, so, there's a lot so of possibilities that they could do, but he's not cashing in. I think no. overall. I'm disappointed with the way the Money in the Bank contracts have worked out this year. I, yeah, I love the fact love that Oscar won, but at the same time, she there was no drama in a cash-in. She was just gifted the belt the next night, which is fine. She couldn't fight Becky Lynch, uh, but I I like the idea that be careful because at any moment, you know, shit can go down. Um, so I feel like that was a missed opportunity. 
that right there, I'm going to defend and say that's I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, just given the circumstances that that that's really the direction that they had to go with. So I'm OK with it. I'm, I'm, I didn't think it was I mean, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't offensive. I mean, just given the circumstances with Becky, that's the direction they went. So I'm, I'm OK with it. Yeah, no, I know it's the circumstances, but also like I like the the idea of a money in the bank match, uh, a yeah. money in the bank cash in happening, you know, at any moment. You got to keep in mind, this isn't the first time that they that was actually that they've done that before. I think it was 2015. When when did when did Daniel Bryan win the um the the world the the WWE Championship WrestleMania? Was it 2014? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. It was WrestleMania. Th- okay, it was 2014. He won the belt, and then he had to vacate the belt a few months after. And the money in the bank for that year was actually going to be the uh, the, the 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 championship itself. Yeah, but then you know, was that the same year that um, what's his name, um, Damian Sandow won? That might be the, no. the one of the worst money in the bank holds too. That one's up there. That was the one where Cena won. He won money in the bank, and he was gifted the champion. Yeah, really bad. All right, yeah. and then we let's finish it off strong. Sasha and Bailey. Holy shit, we're on. We're here. We finally arrived, guys. Finally. Sasha and Bailey for years, I feel like this this thing's been going on for. And I felt like it was never gonna happen. But here we are, Sasha and Bailey. We're fighting now. I mean, to be fair, uh payback was one week after SummerSlam and they did announce that tag team match. So you had to you had to know like this is where this is where they're gonna go ahead and pull the, and pull the trigger and, and we're gonna see Sasha versus Bailey. Yeah, uh Bailey savagely attacks Bailey sometimes. Uh there's a lot of a lot of strikes in that beatdown that were very Sasha. questionable. Uh but I'm just glad that you know we're finally getting the payoff that we were kind of looking forward to for all these years. What do you guys think of the, the whole the way it went down? Bailey's super pissed because now they don't have the tag titles anymore and really doesn't have any thing to hold on to Sasha for now. I, I dig it, but at the same time, who's a face and who's the heel? Because they're both heels. Even well, though everyone loves them, I mean, everyone still loves Bailey and Sasha. Everyone still cheers for them. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, I guess Sasha's the face now. I, I by de, de facto, facto yeah. De facto, because Bailey turned on her. And yeah. You want to have sympathy for for Sasha. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited for it. Obviously, everyone. If you're not excited for this, and you're not, how are you a wrestling fan? Because <laughs> this is uh, what we've been wanting for a long time, and we finally have it. And one of them is the champion, so it's not like a, you know, a battle for nothing. There's a champion involved, so this is pretty cool. And Night of Champions is coming up. Is that too soon to blow this off already? Yes. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Like on SmackDown, Bailey did do some damage to Sasha, where uh, she put the chair around her neck and she stomped on it. it kind of plumbinized her neck, actually. Oh yeah. So, by the it's way, way too way too soon for that to happen. I think you keep Sasha out for a while, let her sell the injury for a little bit, come back yeah. and get that baby baby face uh, pop. Yeah, one hundred percent. You could drag it out to Survivor Series, have it be a big match. Do it. By the way, WWE has the worst EMTs, I think, in any organization. From the way they lifted up Bray Wyatt, just he probably had a broken neck, but they still just heaved him off the ground and put him on a on a stretcher. 
Um, and then this week, Sasha's knees clearly hurt, and she's like, "Go away!" And they're like, "Okay, we're leaving." Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, anyways, that's just a little <laughs> sidebar. Keep do your job, dude. Keep an eye on the EMTs. They're the worst. They're the fucking worst. Well, they, they don't. They don't, don't go to the hospital. They go to a local medical facility. Which after. that could be anything. That could be Doctor Nick Riviera's office. For that all sounds we know. like that sounds like contractors for EMTs, like a subcontractor. Yeah, that that sounds like where you would send an independent contractor. Don't don't send them to a hospital. They can't send afford them to it. A local medical facility. <laughs> send them to the twenty four hour clinic. All right, guys, so that's going to do it. We went way over, but we had a lot to talk about. So thank you guys so much for listening, downloading, subscribing, telling your friends, telling your friends' neighbors. We are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcast, and we will see you next time.